Hey, this is Melissa Parsons, and you are listening to the Your Favorite You podcast. I'm a certified life coach with an advanced certification in deep dive coaching. The purpose of this podcast is to help brilliant women like you with beautiful brains create the life you've been dreaming of with intention. My goal is to help you find your favorite version of you by teaching you how to treat yourself as your own best friend. If this sounds incredible to you and you want practical tips on changing up how you treat yourself, then you're in the right place. Just so you know, I'm a huge fan of using all of the words available to me in the English language, so please proceed with caution if young ears are around. Well, hello, my favorite friends. Welcome back to Your Favorite You. I want to apologize in advance. My voice is definitely wonky today. I'm drinking tea and sucking on cough drops to help, but I wanted to get this episode out of my brain and into yours as soon as I could. So here we go. Today, I'm going to be talking about accomplishments and why I think living your life from accomplishment to accomplishment just sucks. There are so many things wrong with accomplishments that I don't even know where to start. So I'm just going to dive right in. The first thing that is wrong with accomplishments, in my estimation, is that they presume that our value and our worth in life come from doing. I have already said this several times in my coaching career to myself and to others, and I've already said it on the podcast, and I'm going to keep repeating it over and over. We are human beings. We are not human doings. Being should be the goal, not doing. Who do I want to be in this situation, not what do I want to do? If you start asking yourself this question over and over, who do I want to be? I guarantee you will like yourself more and more as time goes on. Again, unless you're an asshole. And we've already established that assholes have way more to do in their lives than listening to this podcast. So if you're hearing this, I'm going to safely assume that you are not an asshole. The second problem I have with accomplishments is the emphasis we put on them. The programming that we have to only celebrate after we have achieved whatever it is we are wanting to accomplish. This fucked up idea perpetuates the so-called arrival fallacy. Thinking that life will somehow be better only after we have arrived after we have achieved the accomplishment. You can instead choose to celebrate and love your life and have gratitude for what you already have as you go along, recognizing that we are always on a journey and that we never actually arrive anywhere. The third problem I have with accomplishments is that we have been taught and socialized to diminish our accomplishments, especially as women. The thinking goes something like, well, if I could achieve this, anybody could, and therefore it really is no big deal. I have women physicians, you know who you are and you're listening to this podcast, who downplay being physicians because there are so many other people who have become physicians or who are more accomplished physicians. They have more publications, they have a higher title, they have a larger patient panel, they are in demand such that people wait for them for months to see them, you get the idea. There is one thing I would like to accomplish. It would be talking women out of diminishing their accomplishments. See what I did there? 
The fourth problem I have with accomplishments is that for most of us type A, high-achieving folks out in the world, once we have achieved an accomplishment, we suck at having achieved it. We are amazing at the planning and the doing of the things we want to achieve, but we absolutely suck at the having of said doing. We either diminish it, like I just talked about above or earlier, or we immediately make the goal bigger and move the goal line out further in the distance, basically chasing our tail. All at the same time, we keep telling ourselves that somehow life will magically be better once we achieve the goal. One of the exercises I like to do with my clients is one that I learned from my mentor, Brooke Castillo, of the Life Coach School, the school where I trained to be a coach. This exercise is simple for most people. For some people, it gives them total shutdown and shivers. That's okay. You write out a list of 25 things you want in your life. The caveat with this list is that at least half of the things you want have to be things that you already have. This basically helps you see the amazingness you've already created in the world and helps you figure out what it is you still want to be working toward. So a list for me today would look something like, number one, a thriving marriage that I choose to participate in with John, a relationship that I will continue to work on forever and ever. Number two, a relationship with my boys where they choose to hang out with me even when they don't have to. Number three, an amazing career in medicine that I get to retire from after 22 years. Number four, a home that feels like a sanctuary to me most of the time. Number five, a thriving career as a coach. Number six, friends that have become family. Number seven, to be able to use my expenses as assets to use credit card points to travel around the world. Number eight, to start a group coaching program to reach more amazing women. Number nine, to become a real estate investor to create passive income for my family. Number 10, to hire incredible humans to support me and Melissa Parsons Coaching. Number 11, to continue the podcast and create awesome content for my listeners. Number 12, to write a book. So I did a shorter list. I didn't do all 25 just for the sake of you guys not having to listen to everything. But you'll notice that the first six things I want are things that I already have. And the second six things are things that I'm hoping and I'm wishing and I'm planning to achieve. My plan is to continue to revel in the having of the first six things on my list, knowing that they were not easily gotten, that I had to work for them, that I had to succeed and fail and succeed and fail. That's okay. And to enjoy myself on the way to accomplishing the next six things. Now, this is not to say that the entire journey is going to be enjoyable. Nope, nobody ever said that life was supposed to be easy and fun and enjoyable all the time. This brings me to the fifth problem I have with accomplishments. Not enough emphasis is placed on failure to achieve. Being willing to fail as you set off to achieve your accomplishments is the key to keeping on going. 
So many people set out to accomplish something, and at the first sign of trouble, they turn around trying to convince themselves that they really didn't want what they said they wanted in the first place. Quitting is not the solution when you fail. In fact, the only way to truly fail is to quit. Failure is just a step on the way to massive success. I have a client who is going to be on the podcast when she can talk openly and freely about everything she has done since working with me. Just this weekend, she left me a tearful voicemail because she's so damn proud of herself. She's starting something new in her career, and she was offered the opportunity to have some help from people who would make what she's trying to do easier for her. She very confidently turned them down and blew the person's mind when she told him that she really wants to learn by potentially failing and that she wants to take the risk, knowing that it's only risky if she quits. She was so proud of herself for laying the groundwork to believe in herself and to know that she could do this amazing thing that she is setting out to do thanks to the power of having a well-coached brain. The last thing that I can think of at this time about accomplishments that is tricky is that many of us start on a path to accomplish something we really want. And then when it gets a little humdrum, a little boring, when it gets to the point where there's some effort involved and it takes some grit to keep going, we often will be affected by shiny new object syndrome. And we will abandon the goal that has gotten a little stale in favor of something new and exciting. And then before we know it, we have several unfinished projects that we use to beat ourselves up over. Please don't do that. When you see something new come along, know that if it is meant for you, it will continue to be there when you are done with accomplishing whatever you said you wanted in the first place. If it is not there, it was never meant for you, and you can just let it go. Of course, there are many of us who can do more than one thing at a time and accomplish many things at once without beating ourselves up. This message is not for you if you're killing it and taking names and not making yourself wrong or telling yourself you have no idea how you became so busy. This is more for my people who feel like their plate is too full and they have no idea how to offload things in their life. Now, I don't want any of you to come at me and say that I'm suggesting we just lay around all day and just be, although that is perfectly fine to do from time to time. What I am suggesting is watching your brain as you set goals for yourself. Watch your brain as you do the work, the succeeding and the failing on the way to accomplishing what you want. And actually, freaking hire a coach who can help you watch your brain. Like that's the best when you have someone else that is like watching your brain and saying, oh, see, here you go again. You're doing that thing that you always do. It's my favorite thing about having my coach, Maggie. I can't get away with anything with her without her being like, wait, why are we doing this again? Okay, so to recap. There is value in asking yourself the question, who do I want to be, as you set out on a path to accomplishment. There is value in choosing to celebrate and love your life and have gratitude for what you already have as you go along, recognizing that we are always on a journey and we never actually arrive. There is value in noticing when you are diminishing your accomplishments and questioning why you're doing that if you are. 
There is value in celebrating the hell out of whatever it is you do accomplish and taking time to be in the having of that accomplishment. There is value in making a list for yourself of 25 things you want. It seriously took me less than five minutes to come up with my list of 12. Take some time and think on it if this is the first time you're doing this. It's like my 20th time doing it. So of course it didn't take me that long. And remember to be sure to make half the list things that you already have. There is value in watching out for shiny new object syndrome if you feel like you have a never-ending list of things you must do. And there is definite value in being willing to fail, knowing that you are doing it right if you fail on occasion, not making a fail mean that you should quit, and knowing that the only way to truly fail is to quit. I am so interested to hear what you have to say about this. So please send me a message on social media, or you may email me at melissa at melissaparsonscoaching.com if you want to discuss it further. Also, even though it is on my list of wants to start group coaching, I am continuing to offer one-on-one coaching. Get on my consult books for help with the way that you think about accomplishments or really anything else that is vexing you in life. And please, since you are loving the podcast, I would love to have you take some time to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It is very simple to do this. Go to the show in Apple Podcasts, go to the list of all the episodes, scroll down to ratings and reviews, and click on the little purple text that says, write a review. And tell me how much you love me or how much you don't. I absolutely love reading these. As of this writing, I have about 60 reviews and 117 ratings. I would love you forever if you go on and take two minutes to write a review. Thank you so much. All right, folks. Thanks so much for being here week after week. I'm so honored that you are choosing to spend some time with me every week. See you next time. If you like what you're hearing so far and you think others would benefit from your favorite you, it would be epic if you take a couple of minutes to rate and review the podcast. Ratings and reviews are the best way to make podcasts discoverable. I'd love it if you'd give me your honest opinion, especially if you adore me. And of course, a five-star review would be fantastic. If you click the subscribe button, you'll automatically receive weekly episodes without having to do anything else. If you feel called to share it with others you think might love it, then I will love you forever. You will become my newest favorite podcast listener. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Your Favorite You. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn more, head over to melissaparsonscoaching.com. If you want to work with me to find your favorite you, to become your own best friend so that you can create the life you want with intention, please go to melissaparsonscoaching.com forward slash contact to set up a consult to work with me one-on-one. I so look forward to meeting you.